Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. This segment is brought to you by Bull Realty for customized asset and occupancy solutions. Give me a call. I am Michael Bull or visit bullrealty.com. Well, we have an incredible show for you today. I've been really looking forward to this. We're going to cover Deloitte Insights, their 2020 commercial real estate outlook. Now, this is a report that they put out every year. And if you own real estate, if you own a lot of real estate, you manage a lot of real estate, you control your asset manage, you own, you invest, you really want to read this report. And we're going to go over some of the highlights with Jim Barry, and he's real estate leader uh, of the U.S. for Deloitte, and he's joining us on Skype. Jim Barry, thank you for joining us, sir. Michael, thanks for having me today. I look forward to uh, to spend a little time talking to you about Deloitte's uh, commercial real estate outlook. Yeah, and it's a it's a great report. And like I said, if you own uh, real estate, you really need to read this. And uh, Jim, tell us how is this report done, uh, and and how long have you been doing it? Yeah, we've actually been publishing an outlook for several years. Uh, the 2020 outlook. We took a little bit of a different approach to it in that we actually reached out to over 750 global real estate owners and operators and asked their opinion both on how things are going overall and their general optimism uh, or pessimism about the uh, the uh, road ahead over the next 18 months. But then we also drove down and got their insights on the impacts of of things that are transforming the industry, primarily primarily around digitization. Yeah, I like it. So you're actually talking to the owners of people kind of on the ground level, right? Dealing with the tenants, dealing with the ownership issues and the and the, the benefits and detriments of owning the properties and develop them. So I, I, I like that about this report. So were the respondents optimistic? You know, are they afraid that we're near the end of a cycle? Are tariffs scaring them? Or they think interest <laughs> rates are going too low, it's gonna wreck the world? What would they tell you? Yeah, kind of, kind of all the above, right? No, actually, it was an interesting uh, response, and I'll also spend a little bit of time and contrast this a little bit with our survey, even from last year in 2019. A little difference of what we've done is last year we actually surveyed 500 investors, so the capital providers and what they were seeing and experiencing. And and when you go back to that survey in 2019 high level of optimism from the perspective of continuing to invest in real estate. As we looked into the 2020 and then moved over to the owner-operator side and those 750 uh, individuals that we, that we surveyed, I would say it's moderating optimism at this point. Mm. And it certainly varied as you looked across you know, the various platforms, uh, but also uh, you know, across the geographies of the world. Yeah, so you're kind of C-suite executives, I guess, mainly, right? And they're all over the world. So, you know, this is America's commercial real estate show. That's right. So how did the U.S. fare? What do people feel about U.S. Uh, real estate? Are they optimistic or what? Yeah, and, and generally, yes. I mean, there's still good optimism out there. And so, like, for example, if you look at it overall, you would see uh, the level of optimism higher in Asia, followed by North America, and then uh, Europe, after that. So that's kind of the stacking order from a general optimism perspective. One of the things that we really see though is when, you know, that it's really the impact of, hey, it has been a long cycle. What does that mean? There are a lot of outside influences that are 
truly, you know, concerning whether or not it's uh, it's uh, you know from the global environment of Brexit or trade or some of the, just the general you know things that have to happen over the near term from a global perspective. Overlaying against the fact there's still an abundance of capital, interest rates are still low, and foundationally, the fundamentals of real estate still are holding strong here in the U.S. So they expect things to go well for how long? Was that a was that a question you guys <laughs> asked? <laughs> well, that's a dangerous question, yeah. right? So, but uh, but our, we focused on 18 months out. We thought yeah. that was viewable and uh, within line of sight. And so, you know, most of our results, and, and I should point out, our survey actually was conducted in the summer of 2019, but, uh, but we really asked for an 18-month uh, horizon in our questioning. Okay, we're talking with Jim Barry, U.S. real estate leader with Deloitte, about their 2020 commercial real estate outlook. And uh, one of the things I like that you've done in this report, you know, used to be in the old days, people said uh, real estate was about location, location, location. What do you say? Yeah, Michael, it's, it's interesting. And really the dynamics of the conversation are changing. Um, as I mentioned, there's still a lot of capital and there's still a lot of opportunity to invest in real estate. And I think overall that is a very, very good thing for real estate. Real estate is a, a platform that exists for most investors and a place that they want to play on the long term. Uh, but there's also a realization that the, the nature of real estate has really foundationally changed. And so that point about, you know, the, the, the old adage about location, 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 while location is still very foundational and very important, it's not the only thing. And so the, the phrase we're referring to in our 2020 is, is more around location, experience, and analytics. And how do the three of those really play in how people are making real estate decisions? Right. And the experience you're meaning for kind of the users of the real estate, right? Maybe uh, maybe they're the tenants uh, and then also the patrons of the tenants, right? Exactly right, Michael. So anymore, when you think about someone coming in and, and, and going through a real estate experience, what are they really questioning? What are they really asking about? And so it really comes down to pushing through uh, and saying, hey, who are the end users? What are you as the tenant really trying to accomplish? both from a strategic standpoint within your organization or within your use of that real estate, and ultimately your interaction with the end user. You know, one of the things I love about real estate, and I've been doing this for, you know, 34 plus years, is that we have always had the luxury in our industry of having a great dynamic with our tenants. I mean, you know, we are, have the ability to be strategic with them uh, and have, you know, for a long period of time. But really, the opportunity now is to become even more strategic, to really partner even better with our tenants. So, uh, as I mentioned before, rather than a place to be and a place to work or a place to uh, to shop or, you know, kind of that uh, location destination, now it's really partnering to say, how do we improve through the use of data and analytics and and better align with the use of technologies today to your ultimate end user and how do we help you advance your strategy both from a people and a and a ultimate end user perspective yeah yeah and and owners of real estate obviously realize the importance of taking care of their tenants and providing a great product environment for them but but jim there are a lot of changes in technology and artificial intelligence so 
what are these uh, owners that are, are doing the doing the right thing, if you will? What are they doing? Right, and you know, so there's a lot of good good information out there. I'll I'll share one uh, piece of the data that on the tenant experience. And so when we surveyed those those 750 individuals, one of the things that they came back with is that 64 percent, 64 percent, that's meaningful of those surveyed, are actually looking to increase their their amount of spend and have been increasing their amount of spend on technology associated with the tenant experience. But then 46%, only 46% consider that a core competency within their organization. That's a meaningful gap that exists. And I think it really says that for real estate companies today, they recognize the importance. They're moving down that path uh, and trying to align with that. But there's still a lot of questions on how to manage that and what to do. How do you use the technologies that are there today? Who are the right groups to partner with? Um, how far can you go? And even a lot of things on data in and of itself and how and what data you have access to and how to use it. Yeah. And are they talking about investing in technology based on kind of more smart buildings or is it more kind of the tenant experience? Is it more on um, sustainability and wellness? You know, where are they kind of focusing to, to help tenants mainly? Yeah, it, it's really, uh, once again, I think you, you know, I would say all those things are in play. The tenant experience part is really, I'd say, a cornerstone to several of those things. So you mentioned smart buildings. Uh, when, we, when we think about smart buildings and the evolution of smart buildings, if you kind of reel it back just a few years ago, you know, I think a lot of what we were talking about were operational things uh, and how to make better operate a building from from the use of smart technologies as the internet of things has continued to expand and artificial intelligence has continued to to expand in its capabilities you know now there's really an opportunity to make the the entire experience completely different so thinking about you know when you think about the internet of things you think about hey how does how does how do our tenants and the, and the individuals who are coming in, you know, whether or not they're the employees or whether or not they're the users, uh, you know, whether or not shopping or whatever, how are they actually going to interact with the space? Can they come in and immediately download the app and find better location? How do they really deal with it from the individual interaction with not just a, a one tenant but the entire tenancy of a building? With our with the employees, how security factored in, you know, and from a perspective of not just uh, the security of the building and the structure itself, but the security for the individuals as well, and how best to, to interact with those things as well. So it's really an expanding area, and uh, and I think what the the nature of this uh, of this ability is really not just about finding the cool toys; it's about finding how people live, and so this real meaningful aspect of the on-demand economy and how is that really interacting with the uh, with the tenants and the end user yeah well I think it's right on that where your respondents talked about investing 64 percent into uh, technology and then then knowing that they don't really have the, the competencies for it because you know I, I saw going a lot of office buildings I sell office large office buildings and in some very nice buildings and there's a lot of technology that you kind of look around and go they don't have this. They don't have that. There, there are a lot of opportunities, but you got to have a return to do it. You got to have the people right. to do it. Everything seems to be getting 
uh, more affordable. And uh, I want to ask you some more about the report and provide some more tips and strategies for people who own commercial real estate. We'll take a short break. Stay with us. I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Are you looking to buy, sell, or lease commercial real estate? You're invited to contact Bull Realty for customized asset and occupancy solutions. Call 404-876-1640 or visit bullrealty.com. Would you like to be the top producing commercial broker in your office? Check out Michael Bull's video training. Since you're a show listener, you receive 10% off your first purchase. At checkout, use discount code CREshow. Visit CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Bull. This segment is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Check it out. It is incredible training for commercial real estate agents, and you'll find it at CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Well, today we're talking with Jim Barry, and he's U.S. real estate practice leader with Deloitte. And they have an annual report they put out, 2020 Commercial Real Estate Outlook. If you own real estate, the more you own, the more you should be reading this report. We'll put a link uh, in the show notes at CREshow.com so you can find the actual report there. And we're talking with Jim about some of the highlights. And, uh, and Jim, you talked about location information analytics kind of tenant experience some strategies and tips for for some of these owners what are some uh, examples the, that uh, you could share with them yeah so as we as we've looked through that and and some of the information that we gathered within our survey which once again covered 750 global real estate owners and operators you know some some meaningful things like 58 percent of them really are primarily focused on the use of technology and the experience within the environmental range so that's kind of what you call that's kind of been the natural evolution so that's lights that's uh you know the the overall utilities some of those kind of things which has really evolved nicely from in a kind of a natural use so you know fairly high percentage but still 58 percent 55 percent around security uh so once again continuing to see that escalate and how best to intertwine security but but the reality is all of that kind of keeps moving forward and more uh, opportunities. And then 49% on are only 49%, so less than 50% on mobile apps. Hmm. And if you think about the way people are interacting overall today with whether or not it's with how they shop is how they, uh, decide where they're going to dinner. It's how they, uh, work and play. I mean, it's, it's really some of those things where you're really going to that on-demand economy and how better to interact with the users of your building, whether or not it's the tenant, the individuals, uh, who are visiting the individuals who are, uh, the ultimate end user. Uh, so how best to make it easier for them? And maybe a couple of examples. Let's go back to security. Is it, is it just enough to have, you know, overall security in the building? Think about, you know, from the perspective of cameras and the interactivity of that, which are great. Uh, but what about 24-7 monitoring that could then be translated into the actual uh, 
uh, end user customers, so your employees and how they can interact better into security environment, being more aware and more educated on some of those kinds of things as well. Uh, it's about on security. It's also about uh, you know uh, you know how do you uh, recognize the fact that that there are opportunities now from a from a cyber perspective to actually uh, infiltrate your data and security and, and cause an event within your building, whether or not it's just shutting down your building or causing access issues or whatever. So all of those things I think are continuing to evolve, but I think those are three key areas that uh, every real estate company is and should continue to focus on. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you think about uh, an app for an office building or a shopping center or a school or any type of real estate where if there's a security alert, uh, an app could let all the respondents right. know. Can you imagine if somebody meant harm uh, coming in with a weapon to a building and everyone in the building all of a sudden knows about it? He might be in trouble. <laughs> you know, there might be a lot more people heading his way. Uh, so right. I, there, there are tremendous opportunities out there really for environmental and for, for security. What else are some examples that, that owners might think about? Yeah, and so as, as people keep looking at, you know, some of the, some of the other opportunities that are out there, I, you know, I mentioned, you know, we just talk, talking about uh, apps, but also just a broader aspect and discussion of the Internet of Things, which at the end of the day is really all the technologies that exist out there under an umbrella, and it's how information can be gathered, learned, and applied, which then gets us into artificial intelligence. The great thing about artificial intelligence is, you know, much of the technology is there today. I mean, it positions itself around the lines of both machine learning, deep learning. There's also aspects of natural language processing, some things that are already there and in place and can be used. Interestingly enough, once again, within our survey results, I would say that real estate companies are just now scratching the surface of how and what to use from an artificial intelligence perspective. Uh, a lot of it now is focused on the back office. It's focused around finance and, and uh, gathering and, and assemblage of information, uh, but hasn't really progressed in through some of the learning. Uh, how do you gather information that you now have and how do you make that more useful? How do you use the actual machine learning and advanced learning technology that's out there now to better predict traffic patterns, to better predict uh, utility usage, to better predict uh, the needs of your tenants because of how they interact with the building of their come and go or or any of those kinds of things. It's it's really you know a next stage and a next level of thinking. I think that really presents the opportunity for real estate companies for a lot of technology that's out there today. Yeah. Well, Jim, um, was there any difference in your respondents' view of of the future or the market or technology or anything that jumped out to you that was kind of sector based? You know, you know. Obviously, we've got a couple sectors doing really really well with industrial and multi-family. Uh, what did you hear from them about the various sectors? Yeah, and I mean, and the reality, uh, there, and first off, I, I would say overall, I mean, from a sector perspective, clearly there's, you know, a couple that are outperforming and a couple that, uh, you know, are still working their way through. Um, so there are different, 
we do drill down into where some of those various ones stage. But I'll, I'll talk to you a little bit about a couple that you mentioned. So first off, from the industrial space. I mean, industrial is not just a space anymore. I think that it might be a really prime example of how real estate owners and operators and investors have looked at it different and said, no, we're logistics. We're part of a logistics chain anymore. And so how do we operate may be fundamentally different. I mean, clearly where we position uh, those industrial uh, uh, properties and how we get in and out of and how we have an established ability to help our tenant manage inventory differently uh, all become critical elements of it. But also looking at it as, hey, what size do we need? How do we set in micro uh, stations along the way? So it's not just maybe one big facility. You may have that as the hub. But then how do you use other real estate you know, throughout the uh, major metropolitan areas to make accessibility to product and accessibility to, uh, to inventory that much quicker and that much easier for the ultimate end user? So that's industrial. You said you want to mention Another one is that multifamily or retail's uh, kind of going through some changes. <laughs> retail actually blends into that, right? So yeah. as an end user of some of the some of the things we just talked about, you know, and also as a reuse of space, I think retailers. And once again, I think we we tend to put retail in a single box, right? And we say retail. Well, there's various types of retail owners, and there's very types various types of retail properties. Overall, I would say retail is in a lot of ways is found is finding its way uh, under the new economy but there are some there's definitely repurposing that's having to occur and so what is that going to mean i think maybe to tie it into that last statement discussion about you know the natural time to industrial having a better use of maybe excess space in a retail off or in a retail center uh, uh, or retail store to have that as one of the secondary drop-off for some some of the inventory that can then be distributed out even from there, you know, is maybe a good example. Or just, you know, data center reconversions, some different things that are actually happening within the space and how to best use that. Multifamilies, you know, multifamilies been on a great run, and uh, and I think everybody feels overall still good about it. But it is, you know, but multifamily also it's not like it's it's as easy as easy as, you know, just uh, collecting the rent check because if you, once again high need for tenant experience, high amenity, uh, really having to gauge the generational needs and the expectations that, that um, our uh, on-demand uh, economy is really driving now, having to think about if your tenants, how they interact. And so how do you set up mechanisms for them to better receive deliveries, for them to better, uh, you know, receive the, uh, you know, the advantages that they want to take part in from, uh, uh, from the uh, economy that we have today is also foundational. In addition, let's you know the the cap rates are low. I mean, so so the actual returns and managing that, looking at you know you know buy and at what stage of buying and, and expansion and, and conversion of properties is you know critical decisions that multifamily is facing today. But overall, still very strong. So when you interview these CRE C-suite owners of, of a lot of properties. How do they feel about the availability of, of debt and equity moving forward? Yeah, still feel very positive. And I think that's one of the things that is really uh, gratifying right now. So when you look at it, I mean, first off, just availability of capital. Uh, I mean, there, there's an enormous amount of capital that wants to play 
in real estate and play in the long term. And as we look through that, it's interesting because I always think back over, over a continuum of time. And I, what I love about where we are now is real estate really has uh, achieved a level of maturity where you know the investing public has them as not only a steady stake but also a steady stake realizing that we may have a slowdown at in the you know at some point we may have to work through we will is inevitable have to work through some level of of downturn or recession but making plays in the long in a long-term nature and a long-term asset that's willing to sustain that realizing that the longer term return will be there yeah it seems like people are that we talk to and, and deal with are, are really less concerned about the long-term outlook of uh, commercial real estate. Well, right. Jim, as you went through this report and you guys did these surveys of, of these owners, is there anything that surprised you about the, the report this year or, or that jumped out to you as most important to uh, leave our audience with? Yeah, once again, I would say that uh, it's that evolution of how people look at real estate. And, you know, so that that phrase that we use about moving from location, location, location to more of location, experience and analytics and really taking the time to make sure that real estate companies are refining their strategy. So a company is going to look and evaluate a a office building, a potential retail site, a tenant moving into multifamily, as much on the experience as the location. And how are they going to manage their lives around and, and best interact with that piece of real estate? The other thing that I would say that was uh, uh, an interesting point and something for us to all focus on in real estate, even though it does bridge beyond real estate, and that is talent. I mean, we are at this pivotal point where in real estate, the need to attract talent and retain talent, you know, has, has never been more important. We're in a true competitive situation across a vibrant economy, <clears throat> but it's also evolving past just all the focus being on attract and, re and retain. It, it's really, how do you retain? And it's really reskilling. Uh, a lot of our labor force because remember there's an enormous amount of experience that exists within core real estate oh, that's been built up over time the skill sets that those uh, individuals need to be able to deploy in today's economy and with the day technology may be evolving and changing but that experience is really hard to replicate and so how do you find that nice blend where you're also investing in your employees and making sure that you're retooling and reskilling those employees as a vibrant part of, of your overall talent strategy yeah that's a good point there's a lot of baby boomers out there with a lot of commercial real estate experience and uh, I guess I'm one of them and you are one of them, right? So we need to, to help these young people kind of move along and, and, and get some of the experience and share our experiences with them. And thank you today for sharing some of your experience with them. And then we need to learn from them with uh, uh, some use of technology, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jim, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we appreciate uh, you being on the show. Michael, thank you as always. Thanks for having me on America's Commercial Real Estate Show. If you'd like more information uh, from Jim, uh, we'll have his contact information uh, on the show website at CREshow.com. We also find all of our shows. Uh, on this show, The Deloitte Show, you'll find a link to the actual report 
like I said, if you own uh, real estate, the more you own, the more you should read the report. Well, thank you for being with us. Uh, thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing the show. And hey, please do connect with us or give us a call on the old-fashioned app, the telephone. Till next week, please uh, always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty. For customized asset and occupancy solutions, visit bullrealty.com. Commercial Agent Success Strategies. Incredible training for commercial agents. Visit commercialagentsuccess.com.